want you to notice the contrast between Jeremiah 17, 5 and Jeremiah 17, 7. Verse 5 says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Verse 7, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. Cursed is the man that trusts in man. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. Do you see that? Cursed is the man that trusts in man. And blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. Now, does that mean that it's wrong to trust people? Well, no. We all obviously have to trust people all the time. You trust people who know things that you don't know because you don't know everything. And other people, they know some things you don't know. And so you have to trust them. And there's nothing wrong with trusting them. The other night, or in fact, it was Halloween night. Of all the things that the, the dog could have eaten, he, uh, he picked up and ate an acorn. And uh, it, uh, it, you know, him being a puppy, it didn't, it didn't go down well, as you might imagine. And before we knew it, we found ourselves, uh, t- we went to two different vets, our regular vet, they were closed, and uh, another vet, and they were closed. And finally, we found one, the only one uh, that, uh, well, they say there's nothing between this one in Newtown and uh, somewhere in Katona. There's nothing in between. And uh, we were at that time already in Danbury, so we went to the one in Newtown. And uh, we were there till I think after midnight or close to midnight as uh, the doctor looked and told us. And, you know, he had been uh, uh, hacking and coughing and so forth. And um, he, uh, we, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know if he was going to be okay. And the doctor looked at him and they wanted to do x-rays and they let us know the price tag on that we said uh no uh so but they did some other things and uh we when we finally walked out of there they assured us that uh, he should be fine and uh, i can't give all the details but the next morning he got rid of the acorn so uh everything was fine but we were in a position, and really, we were, we were in a panic. We, you know, we love our little dog, and he's great and so forth, and we didn't know if he was going to be okay. We didn't know how an acorn was going to affect him. And so we had to trust somebody that knew more about it than we do. Nothing wrong with trusting in people. I was pulling out of the driveway this morning, and this was a nice surprise. Pulling out of the driveway, and a guy across the street is walking his dog, and uh, we live on the corner of two dead-end streets, and so we never have reason to go past our house. Well, he, uh, his house, he can see a side of our house that we never look at because we never drive up that way, and we never go in that backyard, or, or rarely. And so I'm pulling out, and uh, he's flagging. I thought he was waving. So, hey, good to see you, Frank. And uh, he's, no, like this, he's pointing. And so I looked, and uh, I rolled the window down, and he said, you got a limb of a tree sticking through your roof. And I said, What? I got out, and I had just honestly been looking at the roof a week ago, and it wasn't there. So sometime in the last uh, few days it happened, and uh, sure enough. Now, fortunately, that's where the attic is, and so uh, this afternoon after church I'm going to have to go, and uh, I'll get the limb out. I'll patch the roof up. I don't have time to get up on the roof. So I'm looking at my weather app. We're going to uh, be in Canada tomorrow to church. We're not going to be back till Wednesday. I can't get up and put... uh, and I'm not real excited about getting on the roof anyway, but uh, I can't get up there and, and uh, put shingling up there. And so, but I'm looking at the weather app, 
and the weather says that there's not going to be any rain until after we get back. So I'm just going to patch the hole and trust the weatherman between now and then. And uh, you, you have no choice but to trust people. I don't know if it's going to rain or not. I don't have the ability to know whether it's going to rain or not. And, uh, but the weather app, the weather app knows everything about the weather, right? And so you have to trust people. We trust our doctors. We trust uh, uh, various professionals in our lives who know things that we don't know. There's nothing wrong with trusting people. But I want you to notice the end of verse 7. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Now listen carefully. This is the key to understanding this. It becomes wrong to trust people when trusting people is a departure from the Lord. When the doctor says, hey, you need to get more exercise. Well, that's not a departure from the Lord. I got to say, and uh, this, this is my update to, to Stan, and it's also an update to, uh, to Sean. Um, but uh, Stan got me a, a, a stationary bike. It's in my office, and uh, I've been using it. And I thought, Sean, I thought I'd start off at an hour a day, you know? Yeah. So I got up there the first day. At five minutes, I was pretty sure I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> and so I called off the rest of the hour on that day. <laughs> I, am, I am up to, I am up to 15 minutes a day. But I want to tell you, it is the most grueling 15. I just, I just, it's, wow, it's unbelievable. And I got it. Okay, there's one setting beneath where I've got it. The setting beneath is where when you pedal one turn, it like carries five turns and you can't stop it. So I've got it one setting up from there where I actually have to do the work. And so, uh, yeah. So do I need some exercise? Yeah, I need some exercise. And I've got a, I've got a weight loss goal when I go to the doctor in January for my next appointment. We're going to be down 20 pounds. How many think I can pull that off? How many want to put money on that? No, let's not put money on it. So when the doctor says, you need to exercise, he's not departing from the Lord. My heart doesn't have to depart from the Lord to believe him. When the professor says, hey, the Bible's just like any other book. It's not God's word. Wait a second. Now, that's a departure from the Lord. So, Trusting in man in general is not wrong until trusting in man means departing from the Lord. The big questions of life pretty much boil down to who are you going to trust? Every once in a while people say, well, you just can't trust anybody anymore. That's never true because you can always trust the Lord. The question is, and this is something that you have to answer today. It's something you'll have to answer again tomorrow. It's something you have to answer every day of your life. In fact, you're tested on this every day of your life. We are daily tested on whether we are trusting the Lord or trusting those who depart from the Lord. Let me give you a few examples. Who are you going to trust to tell you what is true? Where did man come from? 
Where did this universe come from? What is man's purpose on this earth? Those are all questions that people can give you different answers to. Who are you going to trust? And the bottom line question is, are you going to trust the Lord or are you going to trust man when he departs from the Lord? You can throw all the, all the, the um, theories out there that you want to, but at the root of it all, you have to answer the question for yourself and before God. Do I trust the Lord? Here's where I started out in deciding what I was going to believe when I was a teenager. God, I believe you're there. I believe you're real. And whatever you say is true is true. By the way, can you agree with that much? Whatever you say is true. If there is a God, whatever he says is true is true. Then let's go from there. If you will show me what is true, I will believe it. Can you get that far in your pursuit of truth? By the way, you got a friend, a loved one that I don't really know about all that Bible stuff. I don't really know. Can you at least with your friend or your loved one get that far? If there is a God, then whatever he says is true is true. And if there is a God and he will show you what is true, will you believe what is true because God showed you? So who are you going to believe when it comes to what is true? Who are you going to trust to tell you what is right and wrong? Now, look, in the old early part of the 20th century, in the middle of the 20th century, and I wasn't alive yet in those days. Most of you weren't either. But what man said was right and wrong and what God said was right and wrong, for the most part, were the same thing. There was not much departure. I, uh, I would rather watch something old than something new just about any day, unless we're talking sports, then I'd rather see the new thing. But the, the, I'd rather, you know, see some, some <coughs> excuse me, some old Western, or I even like we have a, a channel that has uh, old, old game shows. And uh, believe it or not, I like to, I'm, I don't mean old like 1990s. I'm talking about from the 50s, like what's my line? I love to watch the, those, uh, those shows. And um, it's amazing to me when I watch something old, how much their values were so much more like God's values than today. And I know, you know, Hollywood has never been a holy place, but there was a time when at least the values that Hollywood presented were a whole lot more like the Bible than they are today. The culture has drifted so far from God on the matters of right and wrong. How do you decide who you're going to trust? Well, you've got to begin by deciding, am I going to trust the Lord or am I going to trust man when man departs from God on questions of right and wrong? It has gotten to the place in our culture where you can get in trouble for stating what you believe is right and wrong if you stick with the Lord. It's not, as they say, politically correct to say that some things are wrong anymore. 
Who are you going to trust? Are you going to trust man or are you going to trust the Lord when man departs from the Lord? Who are you going to trust to get you through the difficult times? Who are you going to trust to make sure that your needs are met? I believe and I, I think you would be wise to proceed on this assumption that no matter who wins this election, we have big problems that need to be solved and we need to continue to seek God about these problems. We need God. We're desperate. We're in desperate trouble. I'm not going to go into detail. I've done that before. I'll do it again. But I don't think it would take much persuasion for most of you. Most of you already understand and believe we are in big trouble. No matter who wins the election, we need God. And I think it would be wise for all of us to do some things to prepare. So let me give you, there's a way to do so that is with the Lord, and then there's a way to, for me personally, that would be departing from the Lord, all right? So let me give you a, a, a literal example. I think to, to buy foods that I can store away in my house that have a 20 or 25-year shelf life, that's consistent with the Lord. To take money and set a, set a few dollars aside to, to put some, some water aside and to, uh, to put some food aside that have a, a shelf life of a couple of decades, that's totally consistent with the Lord. Nothing, nothing, that, that's, I think that's wise. That's prudent. The Bible says a prudent man foreseeth the evil. But you could go to an extreme and say, you know what, I'm just going to take my family and we're going to move somewhere, and we're going to, you know, check out from the world, and we're going to just, we're, we're going to barricade ourselves. And uh, now wait, there may not be anything illegal about that. There may not be anything immoral about that. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, that would be a departure from God's call on my life. I'm called to reach the world. I don't have a right, you know, we go down and visit Amy's mom and see, wow, it sure would be nice to live in 80-degree weather year-round. This would be awesome. And so, you know, I start to investigate. So, well, I could get a job doing this over here, and we could live over here, and this would be nice. I don't have a right to do that. I have a responsibility to be where God called me to be and to do what God called me to do. And so just withdrawing from the world and, you know, uh, go to a bunker somewhere and just shelter. Now, I'm not, that may be right for somebody else, but it's not right for me. For me, that would be a departure from the will of God. You've got to look at <coughs> what your mind tells you to do and see where does this depart from the Lord. Who are you going to trust to get you through the difficult times? Are you going to trust in man? You're going to trust in the Lord. I will uh, share with you again real quickly what we prayed about Wednesday night. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have something in my throat. Um, Wednesday night, the hardest part of the prayer meeting, we spent time confessing our national sins and uh, asking God for, for mercy and, and humbling ourselves before the Lord. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. of my people shall call my, by my name shall humble themselves. We took some time to humble ourselves. Then we presented our petition. Here was our three petitions Wednesday night. God, give us righteous leadership in the executive branch of the United States government. 
Second request, God, give us righteous leader in leadership in the legislative branch of the United States government. And thirdly, God, give us righteous judges in the judicial branch. That, those were our requests, and we took a while praying for them. But then came the hard part. Here's the hard part. And seek my face. Seeking God's face means that you are looking to see what God wants. So you've told God what you want. But now you're saying, God, we want to know what you want and we submit ourselves to it. That's the hard part right there. Because God may know that what we need is different than what we want. And are we okay with that? Sometimes we pray and say, God, if I don't get what I want, I'm going to do my thing. And that's where secular and carnal Christianity has just overrun the United States of America. I'm going to do my thing, and if it's not what God wants, I'm going to do it. If I can't get God to help me with it, I'm going to do it anyway. And that's where the majority of Christianity is in America. So at least they call themselves Christians in America. A Bible Christian, a disciple of the Lord, says... Now, this is what I want, Lord. This is what I believe is right to pray for. But I'm going to go beyond that, and I'm going to say, whatever you want, I will follow you. So if you don't do what I think I want you to do and what I think you should do, I'm going to submit to your will. Here's what I believe with all the praying that has been going on over the last Weeks and months. And I think believers have prayed for this election nationwide more than any other election in my lifetime. There's been a unity in prayer, and it's been awesome. Which tells me, whatever we wake up with Wednesday morning is what God knows is best for us. And we've got to have the faith to accept it. We've got to be strong enough, whether we like it or not, And by the way, even if we like the result, we've got to be strong enough to keep on pleading for God to spare our nation, forgive our sin, and heal our land. Who are you going to trust to get through the difficult times? Who are you going to trust to tell you how to get to heaven? Are you going to trust the Lord to tell you how to get to heaven? I knocked on a fellow's doors a couple days ago. I was just going door to door in the street and Knocked on the guy's door, and he said, uh, I handed, pat, handed the track, and it says right on it, you know, how to go to heaven from the Bible. I said, hey, my name is Joe Vaskin, the pastor of Northeast Baptist Church. He said, oh, I'm all set. And he proceeded to tell me the name of the religious institution that he was counting on. I got to tell you, if you're depending on a religious institution to get you to heaven instead of trusting the Lord, you're not going to heaven. You're trusting in man. We want the church and the preacher to do for us what the doctor does, to be honest. I go to the doctor. I want the doctor. Do what you got to do. Prescribe what you got to prescribe and let me out of here. With diabetes, by the way, one thing you learn, one of the first things and maybe the hardest thing that the doctors had to drill into my head is... This time, you got to participate. You can't just take the medicine and go on your way and forget about it. If you don't participate, it will cost you eventually. It will cost you your life. 
You got to participate in this. And listen, the same is true with sin. If we don't participate in the solution, not that we can do anything. No, that's not it. But we've got to seek the Lord for ourselves. We can't just go and say, okay, church, stamp my card so I can get into heaven. doesn't work. We've got to participate. We've got to go to the Lord ourselves and say, God, I know that I've sinned against you. I believe Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for my sins. I believe he rose from the dead. And my sins are already paid for. And I turn from my sin and I turn to Jesus Christ to take him as my Savior. Save my soul. Now, the decision is simple. It's as simple as that, but it's very precise. If you've made that decision, God says you have everlasting life. He that believes on the Son has everlasting life. If you haven't, I hope that you'll make that decision today. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, I pray that you'd help each of us today to decide who we're trusting. Who will I trust? to tell me the truth, the Lord or man, even when man departs from the Lord? Who will I trust to tell me what's right and wrong, the Lord or man, even when man departs from the Lord? Who will I trust to get me through the difficult times, the Lord or man, even when man departs from the Lord? Who will I trust to tell me how to have eternal life, the Lord or man? when man's ways depart from the Lord. Lord, a lot of people have told us if our good works outweigh our bad, we'll go to heaven, but that's not what you say. People have told us if if you're nice to people, if if you're honest and decent and sincere, you'll go to heaven, but that's not what you say. I pray that you'd help us to learn how to trust in you. Heads bowed, eyes closed this morning real quick.